This episode is sponsored by Foudies.com, the only official retail store dedicated to women's football merch. Katie Quinn is an online health and fitness coach and founder of the Break to Build program. The Break to Build program is designed to unpick unhealthy coping mechanisms to help people become their happiest, healthiest and most confident selves, both inside and outside of the gym. So I'm Katie Quinn. I'm the creator and operator of the Break to Build program, which essentially helps members of the LGBTQ plus community become the most confident um, and the most the happiest selves, basically, both inside and out of the gym. So tell us a bit more about the Break to Build programme and what you actually do on the Break to Build programme. So it's working on people's physique and mentality. So it's not just one-sided. It's basically the whole picture as the person themselves, getting them to like the happiest, most confident that they can be. Um, it operates on like four main pillars. So combat, learn, helplessness, basically anything that you've tried in the past that's made you feel like you're the problem, like Slimming World, Slim Fast, all the, all the shit like that. Um, it's getting you out of that habit of thinking that you're the issue and getting you into better ones. Once you see the progress, you realise that you're not the problem. It was the method, basically, in the past. Um, the physical presence element, that's basically, we expect your physicality to change on the programme. However, it's being present in what you're doing as well. So, like, you'll know yourself if you're busy, you'll be doing something and there'll be a to-do list racking up elsewhere. It's learning to be in the moment with what you're doing rather than feeling like you've constantly got to be playing catch-up or running to the next thing or filling your calendar full of stuff. Um, There's the quality of life pillar to it as well, which is basically the things you like to do outside of the gym, outside of work that are just for you, that allow your energy in and allow you to switch off. And then the most important one is like the emotional resilience element of it because it's not like shit won't hit the fan at some point. It will. That's the whole point. It's knowing, right, okay, what can I do from here? Where can I pivot? Because it's unrealistic to think that that's never going to happen. It's going to be straight smooth sailing A to B because it's never like that, is it really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically like a run through of how it operates, what what the pillars are and what it's about. It's working with what you have access to basically to get you where you need to be. So it might be from bad to good, then good to great. Mm-hmm. Not just, do you know what I mean? Not bad to great. It's not going to happen. It's getting you through through the door initially and getting you on your way. Well, something we, we spoke about last time, the first time we attempted to record this podcast, um, is burnout yeah, uh, and how common burnout is. Um, so how, what would be kind of your tips for avoiding burnout? What would be your first bit of advice? Is to step back and say, what do I need most right now? Yeah, It might be sleep. It might be a rest. It might. Do you know what I mean? When you're at the point of burnout, you've got no clarity. Mm-hmm. You'll think, no, I'm fine. And then I'll just go and smash seven days in the gym and you won't. And then you'll feel bad for not doing it. So you need to kind of one, recognize it. So you need to work to know what your triggers for burnout are. Cause some people lack the ability to say no. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They get under a workload that they can't get out of yeah. and they're scared to ask for help. And that's how it comes about. Other people who do different things like as a coping mechanism, they will go to the gym which isn't a bad one, except when it's twice a day, seven days a week, it's a really bad one because yeah. you've got no energy left. Yeah. So it's about finding that balance, but knowing, right, what do I need right now? Like we have this thing on the programme where we call it the day principle, drop everything and rest. If you get to the point of burnout, it's like day principle. Mm-hmm. What do you need most right now? Yeah. And one thing I'll say on that as well is when I first heard you talk about burnout, because I'm, I'm the 
like you said, some people will think that going to the gym is their yeah. almost like the energy in task because yeah. I feel better after and I feel like I've got more energy after. And you're like, well, no, that's still expending energy. Yeah. You still need to just drop everything and rest. Yeah. And then I was like, right, okay, so fair enough. My energy in task then, I'll take the dog for a walk. And you're like, no, you're still, <laughs> that's still yeah. energy out. Yeah. Like you mean when you say drop everything and rest, you mean literally drop everything yeah. stick something on tv read a book Literally. like really turn off yeah because sometimes you need that don't you like yeah like if you're not someone who regularly would do that on a sunday or things like that and you're constantly pushing to the next level you need to realize like you, you can't just continually give 100 percent, 100 percent of the time because if yeah. you do there's nothing left yeah to give and it's an important lesson to learn it's one i've learned myself because if you're an ambitious person you want to just keep going and going and going and like the grind, the hustle, whatever, mm-hmm. like that's throwing in your face and it's like, well, hold on a minute, where's all the energy for this coming from? Yeah. Have you always been like a, a fit person? Like have you always been super sporty into the gym? I've been, I've been sporty all yeah. my life. I was the sporty kid. Um, but then I was kind of taken off my feet and I got a little bit fat. Fair <laughs> just a little bit fat. A lot of fat. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, when something just sweeps you off your feet and yeah. it's like you get out of your routine, yeah. you get into bad habits. But for me... That's a good thing looking back because if I haven't been where some of my clients have been, who am I to tell them what to do or how to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And do you, do you still have like fitness goals, like stuff you're trying to achieve personally with karate or in the gym? Yeah, so I do jujitsu. Oh, jujitsu. This yeah. year I want my next belt. So that's kind of my main focus for this year. Yeah. Um, I really hope my tutor doesn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to bribe him for a belt now. I'm joking. Um, and then I did play football for a while. I went back to football. And then I was also at the gym as well. But energy management dictates that I couldn't keep all of those things yeah. up. So something had to go. Oh, yeah. And what role does like routine have in your life? I'm guessing quite a, a massive one. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, because obviously if you work a job, you're given your routine. Yeah. You, you will work these set hours. If you work for yourself and you run a business, you decide that for yourself. And if there's no discipline or routine there, at any point you can just be like, do you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm yeah. going to go and do whatever. I think over the years I've I've tried so many different things and I've only just found in like the last year the thing that works for me like everyone's different yeah. everyone has energy at different times in the day yeah. like my routine now is again we'll come on to this it's <laughs> the whole serve yourself first thing. yeah like yeah my routine in the morning is get up like walk the dog go to the gym and then I'm done like I've done everything I needed to do for myself and then I'm like yeah. much more focused mentally yeah. um and I think I think people get um, motivation and routine mixed up because like I'm not any more motivated now than I was before. I've just got a better routine because some days you wake up and you've had no motivation. So it's not starting with the motivation because that will come later. It's like what for me, I I do always think when I wake up in the morning, if it's like pissing it down outside and it's cold and I'm cozy in my bed, I'm not thinking I'm desperate to get to the gym because I'm not, I don't want to go work out. I'm thinking I'll get up and I'll have a drink and I'll walk the dog. It's like step by step. By yeah. the time I've done that and I've listened to some music on my walk and I'm in my gym gear, then I'm like excited yeah. to go to the gym. And you're like, I'm sweet. I'm good. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. And it's like you say, it's like an emotion, like anything else. You've got to cultivate it to feel more of it. And sometimes it isn't there. Do you know what I mean? You're not yeah. happy all the time. You're not sad all the time. Like, but you're falling back on your routine. Yeah. Yeah. So what's like... What's like the mental side then behind serving yourself first? Because we know that people really struggle to do that. Mm. What do you think that comes back to? Why do people struggle with it so much? A lack of self-confidence and self-worth. Yeah. Um, 
if you can't set boundaries and say to someone like, this is what I need for me, then it's coming from a place of like people pleasing, mm-hmm. which, you know what I mean? You talk, when you grow up, you like, when you're young, you talk, oh, be nice, like have manners, da, 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 da. Yeah, especially as girls. <laughs> exactly. Until lo and behold, you feel like a fucking doormat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you serve yourself last and you drop everything. You can be that friend there. You've got a plan for the day and someone rings you having a crisis and you're like, fuck my plan. Let's go and serve them first. Mm-hmm. And then you get home and you're like, fuck me. Where's my day gone? But if you're someone who's constantly doing that and you might get like some intrinsic reward from that until the point where, like you say, you're feeling burnt out because mm-hmm. you've given everything to everyone else. Whereas like you say, if you get up, you have your drink, you walk the dog, you go to the gym, you are sweet. Yeah. And they're not in any more crisis than they were before than they are now. Yeah. Except you're in a better position to help them. Yeah. In a better headspace to give yeah. them what and they And like, need. I think a lot of people will go, oh, well, you're selfish and da, 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 da. But I think that says more about the person saying that to you than it does about you saying, well, actually, this is what I need for me. Yeah. So what do you kind of teach people, like, if they join your program about how to handle other people in their life so like their partners or their friends who might want them they might have friends that they've had for a long time who still want them to go out and get pissed and they might not want to do that anymore or they might have a partner who's not on the same journey as them yeah what do you kind of advise around that this is something that literally came up today yeah (laughs) literally um so when they first join, I asked them, like, do they have the support network around them have you spoken to the people in your household that know you want to do this because I don't want you sat there of an evening with one meal and they have another and they're pulling the face that you're calling you boring because you won't have a drink and it's causing friction that you just don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one extra barrier in your way. So have the conversation first before you have the conversation with me. Yeah. And if they're involved in the decision-making process of like the investment, etc., then they need to know, don't they? Because it's going to affect them as well. So first of all, tell them before you do anything. And then the second thing is if you're going along this journey and you're like, right, there is friction here just communicate, just have the conversation. It's hard and we shy away from conflict. There might be conflict, but just say, this is what I need for me. Because you are an individual at the end of the day and yeah, you're a collective in a partnership together, but they should understand why you want to do these things. And ultimately it will only ever make you stronger together because you're being better for yourself do you know what I mean so unless someone's unintentionally trying to hold you back they should want the best for you yeah have you had to kind of uh, move away from certain people in your life like drop certain people yeah. as you've evolved and your journeys changed yeah 100% yeah. like when we last filmed this I was with someone that I'm no longer yeah. with now because we just were going in different directions mm-hmm. so it's even that itself it's like Sometimes you, you just, you're not on the same path together. You do want different things and it might be to do with health and wellbeing. Do you know what I mean? You lead different lives yeah, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what, what's best for you. Yeah, definitely. You've got to think of where you want to get to. Like it's going to, it might be painful for six months or a year. Or whatever. That's the thing. Like if you future pace, it's like, could I still do this 10 years time? And if the answer is a set straight away, no, yeah. I can't, I can't picture this. That it's your answer, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so. Is there, I, th- I think I saw you post something about this recently, so I don't know if you, you have an answer to this or not, but is there like a correlation between people being LGBT and having like poor mental health or poor physical health or not taking care of themselves? 
Yeah. So I did a lot of free. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole here. Oh, yeah. um, and then I put a poll up. I think that's what you saw. Yeah. And it was something like um, lesbian women have a higher BMI and more health issues than the straight counterparts. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was due to like a whole host of socioeconomic factors like access to things, healthcare, funding and things like that. But also like not wanting to reach out, not wanting to ask for help, feeling a little bit of shame around who they were and stuff like that. And like it did just come back to just a, lo- a host of factors that made up that statistic, which was really shit. Yeah. Like to read that, it was like, fuck's sake. But we face different things like even in like something so simple, like going in a women's changing rooms, you overthink it if you're not out to people thinking, shit, do they think I'm looking at them? Yeah. And just even like things like that that are so, someone who was straight wouldn't think twice, they'd walk in, they'd get changed, whatever. If you're not, you overthink it to the point where you're like, fuck, do I even want to go to the gym? Yeah. Do you know what? It's little things like that that can spiral. And it's like, if a gym's not inclusive, if someone says something you overhear that's like homophobic, it's like, do I even want to be in this environment? Yeah. You might maybe feel like you don't fit in with the women that are there. Yeah. You also are intimidated by the men that are there or you feel like you don't fit in with the men. So like, where do you, where do you fit? Yeah. Because that's one of the things people do, isn't it? Like they say, I go in, I've been on the cardio machines, but I just can't get into the weights area because it yeah. was too, it, it was too much and it was too intimidating to go into there. And it is when there's people staring at you. Do you know what I mean? There's mirrors yeah. everywhere. You know, if someone's looking at you, don't you? Yeah, definitely. But gym people tend to be like, obviously everyone's experience is different and you can have bad experiences. But like mm-hmm. in my experience, gym people tend to be really supportive yeah friendly overall and friendly and yeah. they want to help you out and they want to see you like yeah you know push yourself and yeah. they're there to help if you if you need it but yeah. it's like you said asking for help isn't it in the first instance you have to be comfortable enough to ask for it, help. I think it's admitting defeat as well well one yeah. is talking to a stranger isn't it yeah and that's a big fear in itself but it's kind of admitting shit I do need help and that can be a realization sometimes yeah so what are the other factors then going back to, to like lesbian women having on average like a, a bigger BMI? You said there's like maybe the, the mental health factor, maybe not feeling super confident in your in who you are and in your own body. Did you say there was like economic so there stuff was, as well? There was like a lot of coping mechanisms going on as well. Like if you're unable to be yourself, you'll look to drink and drugs more. Mm-hmm. If you do that on a consistent basis, you're more open to different health conditions you won't take care of yourself because exercise is a form of self-care, isn't it? Like signing up to a, an online coaching program is putting yourself first. Yeah. It's a form of self-care and you neglect that. You won't do that if you don't feel good about yourself. If you can't be yourself, you won't feel good about yourself and yeah. then you'll take it out on all these different things. And it, it's again, it's like the snowball effect in the wrong direction. And it's like, well, if you're not taking care of yourself, you are open to all these these health issues, these diseases, etc. And then it's just, it spirals from there, doesn't it really? Yeah, definitely. Um, so going, uh, talking about like the business side then, I know um, I'm personally really interested to hear like how people started their business and, and yeah. ha- what steps they take to grow their business. So when did you first become an online coach? Um, I went online the month before lockdown hit. Wow. Was yeah. that really good timing? It was really good yeah. timing, yeah, because a lot of people in the industry were scrambling at that point. Some yeah. had been online for years and they were like, I'm sweet, whatever. Um, but then when lockdown came about, they were like, oh, gyms won't shut. Because I remember the gym I was in, like, we didn't think that was going to shut. 
Like, nah, fuck that. I mean, we'll that's, stay open. But that's a whole other conversation around should gyms have shut? Because, <laughs> I mean, the risk factor of like having COVID was was being unhealthy and being overweight. And we're like, yeah, let's shut all the gyms and stop people from it's going outside and working out. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other thing <laughs> but yeah like I went online like the month before COVID hit so I already had like a platform so yeah. it was still I was on social media not as present as I am now but I had platforms to work with which mm-hmm. was good but I also had um another job at the time a corporate job as well yeah um so I've been coaching all together for like seven years now and I've done half of that with another job as well so um, what are your tips for growing a client base and for reaching out to people? Has that all been organic? Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. organic growth Just speak by to socials. People. Speak yeah. to people. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's social media. Like, even now if I drop someone a message, oh, I don't want da da I'm, I'm not trying to sell you da-da-da. You follow my page. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, like, it's social media. I'm yeah. trying to be social. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's just... Just speaking to people, and I, I really enjoy getting to know people because everyone's got a different story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and people do tell you things. Like, you do have a laugh. Like, some of the polls I put up sometimes about Crocs or slides. Like, people go fucking mental for it, and I'm <laughs> like, I'm being badgered into buying a pair of, pair of Crocs. You're not always just trying to sell something and yeah. sell a course. Like, genuinely, you're putting stuff up all the time. That's just having a chat with yeah. people. And having a laugh with people. Because, like, that, that's all what I do sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, I, I love coaching people, but yeah. you've got to have a laugh. Like, what's the fucking point if you're not having a laugh? If you're not having fun, you're not going to do it, are you? Yeah. People have just got cynical now, I think. I think people think that if you're sending them a message, it's because you're trying to get something out of it. And yeah. ultimately, like, obviously, you've, it's a business. Like, you are trying to uh, make connections with people. Mm. And it is to grow a following and to, to grow your program. But it is you're absolutely fine just having a chat with someone. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you don't want coaching, fine. You don't want coaching, I'm not going to be like, right then, do one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're just sliding into everyone's DMs. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> Little creep. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, do you love your job then? Is it like... I fucking do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like literally, that's the simplest answer I'll ever give. But yeah, like even if... Like, it's not always going to go well, is it? Like, but even if like people are having a bad week you're the person that can turn it around for them. And that's, it's a lot of responsibility, but it's also something that's, that's really good. Like imagine having that effect on someone's life. Imagine people telling you like, you've genuinely changed my life. It's, yeah. it's fucking insane because I just think I, I sit on my laptop and I write programs and that's one side of it, but I get to meet these people. I get to coach these people and it's that it's, I get to not I have to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like at any point I could, I could write, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. I'll go and do something else. but. I don't want to. Do you have like a, a career high so far or like a certain client that kind of sticks in your mind? Um, there, there's some on the team at the moment. There's, there's one client on the team at the moment and we've been talking for years um, and she wasn't in a good place at all and she didn't realise, she didn't know that it wasn't okay to, to operate on two hours sleep. She didn't know that nine cans of Monster aren't okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was just standard. Um, and yeah, like we've, we've turned it around. We've really turned it around and it's not like, it wasn't like that and it's not been easy, but they literally, I, I think I read it this morning. Like it's been life changing for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And re- just reading that, it's like, you, you, we did that together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally life changing. Like literally. Yeah. Like something that you've built from absolute thin air is, is doing that for people. Yeah. 
So uh, we both put a message up asking for questions. Um, got a few questions. Any tips for taking small steps to improve my nutrition? Yes. So if you haven't done it before, you've got no history of kind of any eating disorders or anything like that, I'd start a food diary. Mm-hmm. It's just very, it's very eye-opening to either use my fitness pile or NutriCheck um, to just see what's in your food because sometimes you're like, shit. Yeah. Like, what on earth? And then you're like, now I understand why. Especially at the mo- minute now with like, everyone putting calories on the menu yeah I am my mind has been blown so many times like seeing how many calories were you for that or against that I think I'm for it personally because I really I do care yeah um and it does affect my choices a bit like we've been um at the pub before and like had had some pub food and stuff and like if you get like a pie and mash and veg and it's like 2,000 calories I'm like (laughs) well I'm not gonna (laughs) yeah that would be before that would have been one of my like two or three meals a day but now I'm like I'm not going to use my whole daily allowance on yeah. this one meal. So it does yeah. make me think a bit differently. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think people just are not aware mm. of what they're eating. They're not though, because where are you going to have found that from? Yeah. Unless you reach out to a PT or a coach. Yeah. They don't teach it in schools. Where are you, where are you going to have found that information? Yeah. Are you for, for it or for against it? it? Yeah. yeah. And not just because I'm a coach either. Like you said, it's eye opening. Mm-hmm. Like keeping a food diary, it's not to do it forever till you're 80 and like I said to one of my clients, don't log your Christmas dinner. If I see anyone on the week of Christmas logging anything, you're in trouble for logging your food. Yeah. And they're like, right, okay. But it's like, it, it's eye-opening and it, it educates you to what's actually in your food and you can make educated choices then, like you said. That would have been one of your three. It's now either you won for the day or you just make a better choice. Yeah. So how do you break it down further then if someone's just starting and ha- hasn't really thought before about macros and stuff like that? Um, I wouldn't even touch on a macro. Really? I just calories? Yeah, just, just, just look at your calories. Just yeah. keep a, a food diary. To, don't even change what you're eating. Just keep a food diary and see where you're at. Get mm-hmm. your start point and work from there. Yeah. So this one just says, curing January blues, question mark. Curing January. <laughs> What's the actual issue? Um, <laughs> That's a good question. It feels like it's been winter for ages, to be fair. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, st- stick to your basics. Yeah. So water first thing in the morning. Um, make sure you've got a sleep schedule. That's what throws people off because you'll scroll on TikTok till 2am, get up at six and wonder why you're knackered. Yeah. Um, so stick to your form, some form of routine, basically. Yeah. Um, caffeine after you've had your water, not before. No coffee first thing. <laughs> it, it just, you feel so much better when you hydrate. Like yeah. you need water. You're a human being. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I personally cut caffeine at around midday. So you sleep better. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it, it's still, it's got like a half life of eight hours. So it's still in yeah. your system eight hours later. Um, and move, not even at the gym, just get up, move like those four things. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would add to that as well. Um, sunlight is so important like yeah it's, it's hard right now it's so hard when you wake up and it's dark it's really difficult literally in front of a sad lamp like come on <laughs> i know how difficult it is but it does make such a difference and yeah. i don't know i don't have any evidence for this or any proof for this but like i have in the past kind of struggled a bit more through winter mm-hmm. um this year i'm taking a vitamin d supplement don't know if there's any evidence behind that but I have not suffered at all this year with like yeah anything seasonal so I've got like a spray that's yeah. stronger than the tablets and mm-hmm. it, it works because where are you supposed to get it do you yeah, know what exactly. I mean like in yeah. the UK we're notoriously known for being deficient in it because there's no sun yeah one of the other questions on the list actually which kind of relates um any supplements um 
that should be avoided or any other supplements that you think should avoided. be taken? Well, both, yeah, avoided <laughs> and on the flip side as well. As a standard, I would always say magnesium before bed. Before um, bed? I, I take magnesium after I've worked out. Why? I don't know. <laughs> just because that's when I just take Just because. Just because, why not? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's supposed to regulate your nervous system overnight, so right, magnesium okay. before bed. Um, creatine. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin D vitamin B and I always go with vitamin C as well yeah because otherwise like it's your immune system isn't it yeah so as a standard those what about um, anything to avoid mm, not not specifically avoid but just if there's no reason you should be taking it just ask yourself why you are yeah um, if it's stuff you can get from your food get it from your food if you can't that's when you supplement it that's the whole point isn't yeah. it um but if you're taking anything mindlessly i'd literally just look through what it is you are taking and why yeah no yeah, oh, yeah definitely i think that's good advice um what about diet products we, you touched on this before fucking hell here we go here we go how long have you got um what kind of diet products this question was just is are there any supplements or diet products to avoid i guess what you're going to say is pretty much all diet products to avoid yeah meal replacements unless there's a medical reason that you can't have a proper meal yeah just have a fucking proper meal yeah do you know what i mean yeah i was thinking about this this morning because i heard an advert for huel and i was thinking like i get it if you're like maybe on the road or whatever and you're really busy really busy entrepreneur do you know what i mean yeah what's it called Stephen Barber that like promotes it and stuff and fair enough like it hits all your markers but you could just get like a chicken salad or something or yeah. like something with like, some actual food. Barring you actually driving, like you said, being on the road and getting your knife fuck up yeah. for a salad, like just just eat some food. <laughs> it's all about the branding though, isn't it? It's easier yeah. to brand a product like Huel and make it seem cool and whatever. But To be fair, they've done really well doing that, haven't yeah, they? they have, like, they have if you listen well. to his podcast, you get told about it about three times yeah. within an hour. Um, is there a protein powder that actually tastes good? I think, well, it's personal preference. Yeah. Um, at the moment I've got a white chocolate and raspberry one. Okay. From Ski Max, I think. Um, and before that I had a raspberry ripple one that was really nice. But what I don't like to have it as a drink, I mix it with Greek yogurt. So it just Mm -hmm. tasted like Angel Delight. Nice. We love Angel Delight. (laughs) (laughs) So... What's next for you then for, for Casey coaching? Yeah. <laughs> where do you want to, where do you want to get to? What are your goals? Have you got um, your new year's resolutions and your goals for this year? I don't do mapped new year's out? resolutions. Do you not? No, no. I didn't this year. Either, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, to be, I, I even said to everyone like the first week of January, I don't take anyone on because I don't want to be your new year's resolution. I don't yeah. want to be your, your whim. Like, oh yeah. And then two weeks and you're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've got to know that you want to do it because we're serious with what we do. Like. It is changing people's lives. Like I have to separate me from the program because whilst yeah, I've created it and I run it, I am not the be all and end all of it. And I eventually don't want to be the only person within it. So that's where I want to take it. Um, I can't reveal too much. Okay. <laughs> I can't reveal too much, but that's essentially, it's, it's not just going to be me. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Okay. So tell people where to find you then if they want more information. So they can find me on Instagram at KT Coaching One or they can find me TikTok, KT Coaching One. Um, yeah, across all platforms, basically. Thank you for coming back again, second time. <laughs> really appreciate it and look forward to seeing what you do next. Thank you. Thank you. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review to help us get seen by more people. If you can, please follow us on social media by clicking the links in our podcast description. 